episode 221. Mm-hmm. Man, how much macaroni and cheese you had, Phil? <laughs> shit. I don't eat that bullshit, folks. Who started off the part with that shit, folks? <laughs> that bullshit. I don't eat macaroni and cheese like that, though. I don't eat that at all. Some dude said on Twitter, uh, y- y'all need to stop with macaroni and cheese. It ain't all that cracked up to be. It's like the most overrated food yeah. ever. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that, brother. Really? I hate macaroni and cheese. I don't. Yeah, I, ain't, my plate. I ain't really fucking with mac and cheese, bro. Nah, it's a different type of mac and cheese at all. What's the mac and cheese? Don't worry about it, folks. I thought you would you use it. white cheese, <laughs> white cheddar. Talk about that macaroni and cheese noise. <laughs> it's that macaroni and cheese. Exactly. <laughs> Real plug, get it? JC did bullshit. <laughs> Until you turn on the lights and you. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so you turn on them lights. You Come thought on, you was doing so. We got to have a real conversation one day because niggas bro, think they be doing the most. Horrible, you turn bro. on the lights, it wasn't you. Oh, that's bad. That time, that's bad business. <laughs> <laughs> cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate that shit. He like cranberry sauce. Nah, in his dressing. I don't fuck with that shit. On his stuffing. <laughs> Cranberry sauce with the canned ridges on the side. <laughs> can you make cranberry sauce? Yeah, people make that shit. I thought scratch. you just, just take it out the can and it's nah, cranberry sauce. Make it scratch. People are some people are really against the can. I never liked cranberry sauce, but I would be. I I don't fuck with that shit. Like, what do you eat besides ass? Yeah, bullshit. Bu- oh, that comes put out dussy. of ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you what's your plate what did your low vibration plate look like uh my shit look like uh chicken wings greens oh two ribs ribs yeah ribs. Oh, I don't know, folks. Slapping. Well, good to the motherfucker. I went back for two more. Uh, but uh, greens. What else did I have? That was it, bro. Yeah, greens, beans, potatoes. Uh, y'all did have you dressing? We had everything. That's all I fuck with, though. You dressing? No. No, I don't fuck with dressing. Really? Yeah. Shit, remind me of. No. Yeah, that too. My brother hates stuff. Like y'all was into stovetop stuff and nah, shit. That's why he he don't eat dressing because it reminds him of stovetop stuff. And that shit absolutely hates. But if you making dressing with grandma's loving hands, you gonna eat that dressing? No, I ain't fucking with it, Granny. real. <laughs> 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 oh shit! All right, man. What are we starting off with? Your miraculous trip. <laughs> Damn, we trying to hater, blow your shit off, folks. Hmm? <laughs> Like why? Why do you? What? Yeah. What? Okay. Listen. Oh, okay. He got a gripe with you. Okay. okay. Nah, I'm gonna go back to you. Yeah, yeah. Don't skip over <laughs> that bullshit. Like a hater. Nah, I was just trying to transition because we wasn't getting nowhere with the Thanksgiving. But yeah, go ahead man, with your trip, with brother. The trip, bro. Talk about I went that. to New York. I took my wife for her birthday. Big Apple. Uh, she used to work there before the pandemic. And uh, so she hasn't been back since the pandemic. And 
Uh, it was a it was a lovely trip. Hey, don't make that hand gesture to me. Freaking motherfucker. Hey. What the fuck? Damn, nigga, nasty, motherfucker. What happened? Y'all going to stop playing with my nigga Braxton, bro. Love. Love. Come on, nigga. Name out, bro. They can't see you. Oh, my God. No, Yeah, so I took my wife to New York for a trip. Like I said, she used to work there before the pandemic. And... um. And so she hasn't been back since. So that was a big ordeal for her. And we had a whole itinerary set up. But one of the things that I tried to slide in there was that the Lions were playing in New York. Uh, they were playing the New York Giants. They was actually playing in New Jersey because that's where the stadium is. And so uh, she was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, we're doing everything else. You know, that's fine. And so, Because she know I'm a huge fan. And so... Uh, what I did not know was that her friend is actually best friends with the defensive coordinator's wife. And so they was like talking for weeks about, you know, trying to at least give me like an autograph or like something. But, you know, I had met the friend and the wife. Um, both of them, I ain't gonna put their names up, but both of them like cool as hell. And, um, I guess that Saturday she just took a liking to me and then she was like, I'm getting y'all field passes. And I was shocked that she was the dopest experience as a football fan because uh, I've been <laughs> I've been on the field before against Chicago. Uh, Calvin Johnson's last game when my boy played for the Bears, mm. but it wasn't as great of an experience because they was – they was rude as hell. Like they didn't let me do nothing. They they made me zip up my jacket because I had a Lions jacket on. I mean a Lions jersey on. Um, I couldn't interact with the players. I couldn't even do shit. So they was just like, you can take a picture and get the fuck off the field. <laughs> <laughs> shit. And so at the Giants game, I got to do everything. I got to interact with the players. Shit, I got to throw passes with the players. Uh, I was talking with them. Uh, one of them that was. Uh, not playing had Jordan ones on and me and him was throwing passes and shit and then you talking about Jordan ones. So and then we won, which was dope as hell. The Giants fan was cool. Like they was they was dicks, but they was like cool though. They was they was cutting jokes and you know they wasn't too feisty and nothing like that. So I ain't have to worry about slamming nobody, which was dope. And uh yeah, we won and and that was the highlight of my trip for sure. But my wife had a grand old time. I went to a Broadway play for the first time. Mm. Uh, saw Samuel Jackson live with. I was that man. Yeah, with John John David Washington. 
that's that Denzel Denzel son, yeah, yeah, uh, him and Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black. That one one. was oh, and then the dude from uh, you ain't gonna know this one, but he was in Justice League at Cyborg, he was in too. Great Samuel L. Jackson was in the play, yeah, he was the highlight. I mean, he was like the, the main, well, he the main name, but it was really John David Washington. That really was damn. Those niggas, they still do plays like that on in the off season. Oh, Broadway, bro. Broadway sure. plays. Oh yeah, the actors off. that you know, that's where they kind of go and warm up at, or yeah. you know, in between movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it be like some random play or nah. Be... They they do like three shows a day, two shows. Yeah, it's it's shows. real you know, work. Like what I mean, like like you know how the actors know Shakespeare and oh, they, nah. they hear that Hamlet is. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go do Hamlet for my off season. Okay. Nah, the mm-hmm. one I uh, the one I watched was called the Piano Lesson or something like that. The Piano, I think it was called, mm-hmm. and it was just about uh, it was like state. I guess they was like in the forties, nineteen thirties, forties or whatever, and um, they was trying to the John David Watch the character was trying to sell off a piano so he can get uh, a farm stuff like that, but she was against it, and apparently he always be messing up. And Samuel Jackson was the uncle. And so, yeah, it was cool though. Did that, went out, and then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. That shit's on fire, bro. I had a great You said you was out and you saw something interesting within the, the community of the New Yorkers. Uh, you was out and uh, you said you seen uh people out just interacting with one another as friends you said y'all were out somewhere you came and told me this okay i'm trying to remember two dudes was with a, like a group of girls or something damn on the spot i can't remember uh, i don't know but you were just making a point like how you been had your way been I, like two weeks ago Shit, fire it's the rubber ones we're in the gym. I'm supposed to have one. <laughs> I ain't gonna go there though, folks. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Oh my god. Nah, okay. <laughs> you don't remember. Nah, I don't. I can't remember. Uh we rode a lot of subways. Luckily I ain't go come across them TikTok subways. No <laughs> oh, bullshit. Be tripping. Crazy stuff on the t- on the subway. It's too condensed, it's too tight for all that shit. Oh, you know, yeah, y'all know what I wanted to talk about. Go ahead, though. Okay. No, go you ahead. feel I'm done. the Chris Brown post that performed at mm-hmm. the American Music Awards? You know, bro. I said that last week. Uh, LP take was I ain't gonna say his take, but that's why we ain't talk about it. Yeah, like, nigga, bro. What? That don't even make sense. But whatever. It's like, did y'all see when he posted? Yeah. What, what he was gonna do? Yeah, was shit was. I mean, bro, this crazy. But I think it was more about Michael Jackson than it was him. They just want to kind of wipe away having Michael J- Jackson the main focus on any award show or on any. That's big crazy, state. bro. You can't nah. avoid Mike. Now nah, I think that was clearly on that one because hmm? it, it was too coincidental. I'm talking about Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. It was too coincidental because, like, earlier in the week. It had came. It had came out <clears throat> that that interview was resurfacing about when he was talking about what happened between him and Rihanna, mm. and then 
literally that same weekend, because I was in New York at the time and I saw the performance and I was like, damn, that's messed up. He was like, they didn't give me no excuse or nothing. And it was just like, okay, this is being heavily resurfaced, it's viral again. Mm -hmm. They just kind of distanced themselves away from it. Mm. That's that black I, I, I think just I, I don't think so. I think it's a double-edged sword. I think, yeah, they gonna still give him a, a, a pat on the on the on the hand for what he did to Rihanna, but if Michael Jackson is the the focus point of the AMAs, and people don't even really fuck with the AMAs, and people forget that Michael Jackson owned the AMAs, not like that's, literally, but like he used to get win all, all these awards. fucking awards. And, Damn, you good boy? Yeah, like in the early nineties and shit. So. Yeah, that's like a spit in the face. Like, okay, they trying to iron this dude for the 40th anniversary of Thriller. And then you got the world's most best entertainer doing it and doing it right. And they just didn't want to let him do it. Like I said, for he got a background and then Michael Jackson got his thing. So it's like, ah, fuck that. Anything else in regards to the Michael Jackson? I don't think so. BET said you can bring that energy over to us. Mm. He already did it on BET. Yeah, bro, they gotta let bro perform. But yeah, field, I think, bro. yeah. And then Rihanna already forgave that man. Like, it was yeah, crazy when she put out the the forgive forgiveness thing. People was mad at her. Like, people was pulling you back from forgiving, motherfucker. Bro, people crazy. Shit, wow, bro. So I'm like, you can't, okay, you can't give her your blessing for forgiving that man for what he did when he was 19, 20 years old. I don't know, bro. People crazy. That's why I was kind of keep I keep that same energy. I know we about to get to it, but that Jerry Jones shit, like I, I got to keep that same energy a little bit. What just energy a little bit. is that? I want to know. Just just from p people's growth, just the the narrative of letting someone grow. Yes, that narrative, no matter who it is. Yeah. So it's just like I that that I believe in too, bro. Growth, like I'm not. I don't even know if it's growth though. To be honest, because I don't know that man. And I'm talking about Jerry Jones. So I don't know what kind of growth he has in his personal life. You know what I'm saying? He could put on in front of the camera. That's what I'm saying. But you hear certain things. Like I, I've heard many times over how Jer I think Pac-Man Jones came out and said how he was really teaching him how to like uh, just uh, finance his life and his money and, and mm. go about setting his family up in the future. Like he, he huh. would talk about that. I think on one of them, I am athlete podcast or gotcha. somebody, but uh, I'd be, I was hearing those stories. I know some people that work for the Cowboys. They're like, man, Jerry Jones, y'all know, but he give away a lot of money. He do this and do that. I don't know. I'm not a Cowboys fan. And I really, uh, on, on some sports shit, I don't, Jerry Jones be doing this some questionable shit. shit, and then people brought up the whole kneeling thing. It's just like, well, that could have been just a business move for him, not no racially motivated shit. Mm. So I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, this caping for this white. I ain't caping. I ain't man. see. See, look that's what. It. But that's where niggas go to because y'all don't look at shit from an open <laughs> perspective. Because this, this is where it is. This is where it is. Okay, same thing. We just let transition from Chris Brown stuff. He did all that to, you know, get back in good graces to a certain extent. That's mm -hmm. always going to be his his preferable black eye. Mm -hmm. You know for what I'm sure, saying? For sure. And uh, uh, and it still affects him to this day. Evidence they kicked him off the thing. That's the coincidence is just out there. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, but you saw everyone saw in the public light the steps he took to do these things. Now you got 
Jerry Jones, who got a you know a picture, and it was said that he he uh he was there because he was curious of what was going on. That was the statement that came out, and nothing was said like about you know pretty much anything and the best thing that could have happened was someone that played for him that was like a mega superstar come out and say something which was to mm. he called out Stephen a smith and was like uh no it was uh, uh Le'Veon bell that called out Stephen a smith but he didn't add him and uh to was like nah let me add him and then somebody uh uh, posted a video where T.O. was telling Max Kellerman and Stephen A. He was like, man, it seems like sometimes on certain subjects, Max is more black than you. And then Stephen A. was like, oh, okay, I'm going to cut you off right here. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> you know, then now I got to cut you off. Stephen A. with that bullshit. You know, and T.O. Uh, retweeted it and said, uh, a lie was not told. <laughs> and so what Stephen A. do? Stephen A., Made a whole goddamn segment caping for Jerry Jones. Oh, I know Jerry Jones really well. Uh, I, it's nothing in my it's nothing in my system that makes me think that he would be of this nature. Now. <laughs> like even whatever, we got to give him some grace. Fuck that. I ain't giving that man no grace. They get enough grace. They're white. <laughs> Hell, what kind so of you think he racist? <laughs> so do you think he's racist? There's always an underlying in racist. Like, there's hmm? always, like, if you've been racist before, there's always a nature to go back. I've seen it firsthand. Like, there's <laughs> always going to be some kind Damn, of Damn, what you seen? I've, I've seen people, like, they just be like, oh, I'm not this type of person. Mm. But yet, sometimes when it's a time where you can be in need of them, they'll hide their hands or they'll, mm. they'll, so now they'll you gotta, add on to it. So that's when people will say, uh, you can... Uh, like, okay, so what have this person done by, like where they don't need you for? Like they can do something for you without getting something back. So that's what people bring up examples. Like uh, when people say like uh, you, you can tell the character of somebody when they do something for people that they can't do nothing for them. Yeah. So it's just like that's when people bring up, well, that's what Pac-Man Jones and all them people, hey, man, this dude didn't did this. He didn't did that when he had to. So, I mean, is that racist? Or is he racist to his core? I don't know what his that's, grand scheme is, but he did this for me, you know. So that's that's being selective. Like hmm? that's being I'm just selective. saying that's what people even, would say. Even in the height of racism, which was slavery, there were white people that had blacks that they actually kind of liked, and they were nicer to. That doesn't go away to what they are, and. You know, Jerry Jones said it with the kneeling. If you kneel, you're cut. Hmm. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> no, I, I just, in my experience with life and shit, like, I, I, I told you I worked in warehouses and shit with, like, fucking ex-felons and shit. And I would uh, act, actually have yeah, conversations. I swear to God, it were random ass warehouses in Houston. <laughs> and uh, I would yeah, work on alongside a, a Nazi motherfucker that got it tatted all on him, and we'll have conversation. He wouldn't disrespect me, but he'd be like, he'll be on that shit like, oh nah, but you, I don't really you know fuck with y'all's people, but you cool. Like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> like I'll be telling them niggas that, like, and I will be there working, no phone, no nothing. All we got, we got to stand there and we got to talk to each other. Instead, that nigga, a Nazi with a tattoo. <laughs> 
Yeah, like the hey, niggas real. people, but you cool. And we'll sit there and we'll talk about it, and I and he'll be like, "That makes sense." Like we'll just talk. So it's just like I don't in my life. It's on American History X. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But that shit is true. You seen like, that movie? yeah, I seen that movie. Yeah. But that shit is true. When you gotta work with somebody, or if you in that uh, environment with somebody, it's easy for a motherfucker to hate somebody when you ain't even around them all the time. Like when you sit down, you actually be around people. That's how you know who they are. That motherfucker I used to talk to at work was just confused. Like he just he was a motherfucker that, and I and I noticed because I spent twelve hours with this nigga every day. Damn. That ain't enough. I'm just saying, <laughs> like people go Shit. home from work. I know. It's, there's, there's plenty of but times. Guess where what? When they go, go home, home from work or school, and people like I did not know. That they everybody that was with Jeffrey Dahmer say I did not know he was capable of this shit. That's an extreme example. That's that's not a no, good example. He's white. No, that's not a good example. <laughs> what the fuck? Because that's, he's crazy. Like he's a wild motherfucker. You just got a fucking Netflix documentary off this crazy saying, motherfucker. I'm just using that as an example. That's not anybody a good example. That <laughs> anybody that work. Okay, uh, who else? Uh, All I'm saying is, if I if people don't have conversations with people, I do. So if a motherfucker, I can respect a motherfucker that can tell me, I don't fuck with niggas. Like I don't fuck with you. All right, I don't fuck with you either. He Stay. Can say that to you in your face, huh? Like he could say that to you. I'm face. just saying respectfully, like, hey man, look, no disrespect, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> Ain't no respect like, well, fuck on you that too. Shit. Like, right? Just get the fuck away. Yeah, from get the fuck away from me. <laughs> but, but that's what a nigga, that nigga that spent time in prison, a nigga that spent time in prison will tell you that you gotta be respectful across the board i understand that so that's what i'm saying I, in the I, I real world but when, we're under in, the circumstance we're not in prison i know but under a, a circumstance <laughs> no where you gotta shit. work Look together it, you gotta uh, accomplish something shit. together and y'all can find a way to be that's how that's how i was and i talked about this before like i ain't know nothing about the lgbtq community but i had to work with somebody that was from that community before and we had conversations about <laughs> that shit. Man, what are we talking about, folks? No. <laughs> Don't I start that shit, but I'm just saying it's a serious part no, of you starting to do that shit y'all did. But at the end of the day, it's either just if you are a, a, a terrible person, like. Exactly. Like, why does. So is Jerry Jones they, a terrible person? Yeah, nigga. He, <laughs> yeah. How? He told niggas if they kneel <laughs> in something that they believe in, they cut off my team. So. I mean, that was the that should have been the, the the key point right there. He told any black person, like pretty much, because that was that was the only topic of discussion. The black on the Cowboys, if they kneel, they were cut from the team. It wasn't no suspension. He said they all were I'm cut saying from we brought. Okay, cool. You talking about Jerry Jones? We talked about Joe Rogan. The smooth. We talked yes, about. I, 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 on, I've been on here yeah. where I say he's a whole ass person. Like, fuck but is him. He, is he got Joe a whole Rogan compilation. A he got a whole compilation. Is, that, is he racist? Yes. He has a whole compilation. I don't I don't think that about way. About saying the word. Nigga. I don't think that way. Because I'm the type of, I'm just, like, bottom line, I'm the type of person <laughs> to approach the, hey, man, what's what's your deal? What's No, nah, like, approach you, like, are you, like, why you don't like me for whatever reason? I'm that type of guy. That's why I say I have conversations with people. A lot of a lot of these niggas and a lot of these people that be on the internet be just talking shit and they would not have, they don't have no conversations with people. I do I do what I do for work and I do what I do just in, in the community and whatever I, I meet up with people or whatever, I talk to anybody. So it's just like, if I'm talking to you, 
and we can have a pure conversation just about life and about decisions and and opinions and shit like and we can just be straight up and respectful about it i respect that you some people but just can't do that yes if they, if they are terrible i believe people, what you about to say you believe i can't do that 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 was gonna be your because story. you're not open. You're not open enough for somebody to just say they part Bro, of the side you've of the been story. Been out with me. You've been out with me. Like I don't understand that. I'm the most personable one probably in this fucking room. Mm. I can actually yeah, go out. I, ain't with this I can go out and have a this grand old time with any type of party. The minute you disrespect me, I'm not gonna seek a conversation. Ask you why are you disrespecting me. I'm gonna leave because my first nature is to slap the shit out of you. I ain't with that. If you know, I'm that not you gonna got... ask. I'm not gonna ask you why you disrespecting me. But if you know that you got that in you, then I'm gonna leave. That's what I just no. said. See, I don't. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm so secure of myself. I don't have to do that. I can just flip a switch and mm, slap the mm, shit out mm. you, and I know you going mm. there with me. I, that's what I'm saying. But I you know. just don't give nobody a chance. Why mm. would I give you a chance if you're being because, disrespectful to me? Because it may not even be blatant. Like you can check somebody without getting no, all raised out. I'm saying if you if you blatantly disrespecting me, like say, for instance, I don't I I didn't like the word bitch. I got partners who use it in a playful way. If they say, hey, and KC, yeah, you on that bitch shit. And I was like, hey, yo, chill out. Then, you know, that's what it is. But if he say that and then I just slap him, then that's on me. I'm terrible. That's what I'm talking about with Blake. Because if he, if I say that, I'm like, yo, I don't do that bitch shit. Like, just like leave that alone. And they continue to do it. And then they get really just, hey, your bitch ass up, nigga. I'm, whatever. This is how I talk. And then I react. I'm terrible. I mean, I'm not terrible. I, I told you this is not what I like to be talked to. This is not how I like to be talked to. And uh, you still chose to do that. So you wasn't respectful for, for how I like to be talked to. Now, if I say that and you stop, but I'm still simmering mad and I just haul off on you, then I'm a terrible person. I understand that. You'll we'll still be that. a terrible person after that. After it still will be the same outcome. How, nigga? I just told you I don't like to be called. But I'm talking about you talking. You talking about the couldn't reciprocate. What you're I talking just about said. the perception you will get from others watching. I don't or give a from, fuck about others. That's what you just said. You said I'll be looked at as a terrible person if I just hauled off and slapped this dude. But you, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about with me though. In regards to that, if I said that and he continued to do it, I wouldn't be terrible. But I would know. If he said that and then I left it alone, but then end up still getting mad and just hit him, I will be a terrible person. So you will be well within your right if you explain yourself and then he did it again and then you put you put uh, hands on him. Then that that'll be OK with your soul Cause, because that's what you believe in. That's, that's a part of your morals that uh, look now I'm just protecting my honor. That's what you me. I ain't got nothing to do with honor. It's just <laughs> I'm just saying that's it's, but it's in your it's, it's, it's something that you believe in that it's it's respect. It ain't about no, no honor. I said because you have a like process though, and within that circumstance, you have a process within your. You, I'm talking about you have a process. The process is Scrooge can say, "Man, what's up, old bitch ass nigga?" Hey, Scrooge, I don't like this shit, bro. Da, 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 da. Well down the line, ah man, nigga, that's some whole ass shit, Casey. Hey, my nigga, I told you. Ah. No, I, cause I already. But said. that's a process, that's though. Not that. 
That's not the same thing, though. You changed up the word. How? Because you said whole ass. Well, damn, that bitch ass nigga. If he would have said the bitch again. Then that's a That's problem. your I process. Told you. I told that's you. your process, though. That's something that, because that's something you have engraved in yourself that I'm going to give somebody grace that don't know me. Mm. Yeah. That, so that's a process. You talking about you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm explaining no, it to you. You went, you went up. No, I didn't. I say right there. You just didn't understand what I was saying. I'm saying that you got a process for yourself. That you give that people has grace. Changed, though. That, I was going to get into that when we was going to talk about the other shit. But that has changed. Shout out to my boy, Brooke. I let him know all the time. He truly affected that because that, that word had a, a a hold on me. And it don't really as much no more. And now I can get to where niggas, like if a nigga over me, like yo bitch, then it's just on guard. But in regards <laughs> to going back to that racism shit, I can have a talk. But I'm not going to see, if I see a Nazi that got a goddamn Nazi on his, his, his neck, that shit got meaning to him. I'm not going to just be like, hey, man, why don't you like my people? I'm just going to steer clear of him. Man, mm. got nothing. To, I don't hate him. I, I don't reciprocate him. You, you, you like to have I'm, conversations. No, I'm not, bro. Like, if you at work with somebody, bro, y'all going to have to have a conversation about the job, at least, especially yeah. where I worked. So that shit just spars into, guess what it spars into? Man, I can hear them talking about Marvel. Or, and it's fuck, we got eight hours to go. Like, I, yeah, I like Marvel. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you about. Oh, you like you like you like Billy Madison. Oh man, now we got inside jokes and shit with the motherfucker with a Nazi tattoo on his face. We got similar interests. Now, now we go. We're talking about movies. We're talking about shows. We working. We standing on our feet for twelve hours straight. You think we ain't gonna talk about no personal shit? Now now let me ask you this. Let's say this is years later. You went away from the warehouse. You don't work there no more. Now let's say. You just randomly watching the news or shit pops up on. I the get it. Whatever. I get what you're saying. And then the same motherfucker is just shot up eight five black five or eight black people, and now you just like, oh damn. That's fucked he talked up. about Billy Madison tomorrow, but though he a good person. No. That's what you gonna say? No, I'm gonna be. I'm just. It's gonna be fucked up to see. Obviously, it's gonna be <laughs> fucked up. I'm, in my mind, I'm like, man, I wonder if. Huh? Like, are those memories of the ones gonna be like, hey man, he he has some good in them though. No, I would. If somebody came, if somebody found me, hey, you used to work with this guy, man. Honestly, man, that man used to come to work. We used to do this and a third. Watching that, seeing that, it's fucked up. Yeah, but in my mind, I'm thinking. In your mind, you saying that, but you ain't saying, man, he's a fucked up white dude. He just shot up. That's just a. That's a fucked up. Yeah, it's a fucked up situation. That's what I'm saying. Anybody who sees that is how you worded it is like you taking the memories of. No, I was no, I was gonna say I wonder if that time we spent together has he thought about that like man everybody ain't like that all these people I wonder if that ever went that's what I would be thinking about Mm. like because if you haven't think about you can change somebody's perspective by just talking to them. We still on this. He might go back and I don't know like he might change his whole life like who you just don't know. It's just what I'm saying. It's just you. Oh, wait, oh, my bad, my bad. Because this is this a cap it off. Same movie, American History X. I said it reminded me of that because in the movie he was with the black guy and they were talking sports. Guy Tory, and he made him laugh. It was Guy Tory, and he made him laugh, and they kind of began working with each. Well, they was already working with each other, but they never talked. Now they finally started talking with each other. Mm. But that is not what made this white man like. Uh, all blacks or be less racism what made him less racism 
less racist or whatnot and renounced the Nazi way was that he got raped <laughs> in jail Damn. by his was, own kind. He was already, but they did that to him because he was already deterring away from that lifestyle. He wasn't deterring from that lifestyle. Yes, he, he didn't fool with that white dude. I'm telling you, but I, but he started to realize that it was some bullshit. He did not like that white dude. He he realized that that white dude was doing shady shit. Cause what he said was, oh, he's doing. Uh, he was selling to the blacks or selling to. He was like, that's not our way. That's what he said in the movie. That's I've seen this movie multiple. times. I know I have he too. Said, but it was he was still race. shifting his perspective on the whole race thing. Is what I'm telling you. Like, then it just why, led to. It, let's that. let's just put it like this. You are willing to have people grow and give them opportunity to grow over 65 years in case you're not with that shit. I didn't say I wasn't with that. He insinuated that I would not be as cordial to the... I'm saying I'm not seeking nobody that blatantly disrespect me. If I saw somebody just randomly leaving comments under my Instagram all mm -hmm. the time that post be my partner, mm -hmm. but just saying, oh, and they don't even comment no rent like, you know, hey man, it's live and none of that. It's always some hating shit. I'm not going to seek that person out. I may, I just unfriend him on the cool and then just go about my way. I'm not seeking out anybody that ain't got nothing positive that going my way. I don't give a fuck about what kind of growth they got to go through in life. Because at the end of the day, they don't give a damn about my life. They don't give a damn <laughs> about no growth in my life. And it's not like no hateful, spiteful shit. It's just I'm not going to go seek that route. I'm not going to hop in the river with the wavy waters when I can go across the goddamn rocks. Damn, this Leave nigga, that the, shit alone. That nigga a preacher? Bars <laughs> like that shit, man. I don't know, but uh, I'm not, and I'm not throwing shot. I don't give a damn about Jerry Jones. I just, I just see people what people say in the comments and shit. Damn, that was some pimping shit. I'm just saying. Uh, Ooh, that was a bad uh, motherfucker. He said, "Yeah, man, I don't care about yeah, that." Yeah, you can't Jones follow that shit, folks. <laughs> No, I, that wasn't no profound ass <laughs> quote. That's like a man, man, some hate man, ass shit, bro. Man, like, what, is it? what you got going on? The niggas, these niggas inspired, and now you over there. That ain't shit. God damn, let man, me have one. Because he that's just trying to play both damn. sides. That shit but, uh, cold yeah, man, I don't care about that shit, man. I was just trying to yeah, play the other side, but it is another shit. another side, is what I think. So, man, um. Oh, uh, if you can say I can't wait to hear that <laughs> motherfucker on the playback. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, Stephen A. Smith, he a sucker. <laughs> That's just transition from Jerry Jones to Stephen. Stephen A. Smith is Tobias. <laughs> he, he that house nigga. That <laughs> uh, Jerry Jones would do that, you know. I I, I can't. I cannot. I can. I can formally say. You know, you always say some big word precariously. It makes me want to think that uh, Jerry Jones would ever just be devaluing the black man in this day and age when all of his compromise would be compromisable. You know that nigga, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here, dude. Shout out T.O., man. T.O. then climbed up my list, man. T.O., he, he got he got on that boy ass. He made, he made one of them lists that they made Kyrie do that for Jerry Jones. <laughs> That's that was hilarious. But um, what else we got? <laughs> JCA with that bullshit. <laughs> I can see. Oh, well, just y'all said something about Blair Underwood. Man, that nigga had good as fuck. <laughs> That's all I know about folks. 
My man, hairline is intact. Oh, oh, them suspenseful ass movies he always in. He always do play a terrible person. We talked about dude from Rock. He always played like a terrible person. No. Only time he didn't play a terrible person was in Set It Off. When he was the cop. Who? No, he was a bank teller. He, he was a bank, bank teller. That's right. He was the bank teller. And uh, when she got away, mm -hmm. um, she called him. But that was it. But yeah. he, he ain't dying my eye, though. That's what's up. Mm, but now nah, I guess he uh he was married for 27 years and then uh got divorced mm -hmm. recently and now he's engaged to his friend of 41 years because he said that she was there for him before even his first acting gig. Like before all the acting jobs came, he was I mean, she was there for him. Mm. And so now it's it's like a big ordeal now that he's um engaged to her it's almost like that uh he got engaged to the one uh he told not to worry about mm. that one friend oh wow do y'all think y'all got that one friend Nah. i was gonna put it in reverse oh. that's why i brought it up if if your girl had a friend that she knew and y'all were all cool go out together he come over it was all cool whatever he been kind of through girls and then all of a sudden, y'all got turmoil and y'all break up. And then now he's the fallback dude. How you feeling? In my case? Shit. I mean. It just, it, it depends how long. If, if we do, if we just divorce, then I don't, like, I don't care. Like, if, if we're divorced and we're broken up i'm just moving on that's what the fuck point is divorce is <laughs> but you're gonna but if she feel some on, type of way yeah i'm gonna feel some type of way but like i said you're just saying you're not gonna fight the guy nah i'm we do you gonna feel some type I'm of way feel some type of way but that's gonna pass after i get in some other <laughs> <laughs> but nah um in reality my situation would be different though because um Like her best friend was in my wedding, and you know he he's homosexual, so like we cool. <laughs> I don't deter from what they got. Well, yeah, no, like you know this, because that's so, but that's but yeah, that don't, I understand. No, he the, cool the question. too. Yeah. I was but, just I was just basing it on my reality. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if it was like somebody else, then it'd be like, oh, okay, probably double double homicide. Yeah, no, no. You know? <laughs> yeah, and ain't no way you've been around this long, and now all of a sudden, y'all, you've had this. You sleeping in the bed with me, deep down, you do not have the love that you got with me with this other person this whole time. Nah, no. I'm joking about the double homicide shit, but honestly, though, I think to my core, I'm just too. I'm I'm really too player for any of this shit. Mm. Like I've been in that situation as like a, as a single person or you know as someone that was dating someone and got did wrong in them type of capacities and I handled that shit really well like really well it was in some points where and you know like for sure one of them was supposed to be out of there you kind of assisted him not being out of there <laughs> it, it wasn't like he was gonna get really really hurt I probably would have went to jail because it was 
in the case of the Jerry Jones, it was a whole white family in the other room that could have just easily called the cops and got me out of there. Mm. So, you know, that's what I mean by that. I I wasn't going to kill nobody, but like I could have put myself in a situation to where I was really locked up because it would have been assault for sure. Okay, but that, okay, stay right there because that's actually close, but no cigar to the situation, but it's close. So, not even without getting into details, you just stated that y'all got into a, y'all got into a physical from that little situation not not being just because you weren't with this woman but he had a relationship with your family it was out of that respect. was that's what, but he had a relationship with your family because because you know little it's like matt Barnes, Jake Ju- junior type shit huh junior yeah, was just just like junior that. was just born but he was like three yeah. Something like that. He had a relationship with the family. You found out that he was doing some sneaky stuff. I think it was more so because of the kid. It was not blatant. because of it was because I was blatantly disrespected. That's what I'm saying. So and in, in the same same situation, he's been around to while y'all together, all that shit. So that plays a part. Now, uh, yeah, that's more intimate because this dude's been around for they've been married for 27 years. And uh, she, you've she, known she this person. She was around. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, that's 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 tough. But and then, then like for women, it's more of a sisterhood thing too. Mm-hmm. Like, I just say though, but like when you divorce, you divorce. Like when you people get divorced, sometimes the other person don't even exist to them no more unless they got kids involved. Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, you, we don't like to bring up celebrities' relationships and shit, but like when you see. Think about all the celebrities that probably married one another. I can use like like Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. They were married to each other, but they had kids, so I ain't gonna use them. I'm uh um I can't think of anybody that just don't really have kids. But any two celebrities that um that that got married and then got divorced, but then gotta go to the award shows and shit and be around each other, like that probably got to be weird. And then they probably moved on to another celebrity who, of course, they all run around with each other. They friends with each other. And they just sit in the same room for, with each other for like four hours. And that don't even just be the longevity. That's just the longevity uh, of the award show. That don't mean the pre-award dinner or the post-awards party. They just all the way around each other. You see what I'm saying? So in that capacity, like like regular people, if you can just be divorced from somebody and just go about your business, then I just feel like that's how it's supposed to be. Like it shouldn't be whoever they married down the road. I don't care. Hmm. I'm I'm just hoping I'm never a part of that uh, uh, problem. That's the goal. Don't do shit that be that'll put me in that that work that route. I just heard a story. The dude was. Uh... His, he was with his wife and then he fucking the, she cheated on him got pregnant and then she told him like I've been cheating on you with this guy for a couple months now I'm pregnant by this guy and they divorced from there like I just heard this shit I'm like nigga hell no nah. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm definitely divorcing this shit but shit but we don't talk about nigga heartbeat 
shredded. Like, what do oh, you do yeah. from there? Heartbreak. Where do you go from there? Heartbreak is a motherfucker. Nah, nigga. <laughs> Cause now your trust issues all fucked up. Nah, you preach. Uh, nah, I feel you. I, okay, nah, like and nah. Just don't those, come to me with nah, that I'm not, bullshit. I didn't say nothing. I'm don't just saying what's your I'm just saying what's your perspective <laughs> on that. Man, worry about my perspective. You shit. just sat up here and mumbled down in your breath. What do you say about marriage? Man. I, I wish I had one. Yeah, no, nah, I do. Yeah, I do. nigga, we'll speak. I your wish. Piece. Come on, you listen to R. Kelly. That's your song. Oh, that that you that motherfucker jammed it. What song is it? No, I don't like it. What song? When he getting his hair braided on. Oh, I wish. Yeah, hell yeah. Man, you can still bad. jam that one. I don't. Supposed that's to what really makes I love one. That joy, crazy. Friend, I'm jamming. Don't lie, when I, my best friend died, I listened to the remix. I wish, mm. and I listened to it for three hours straight, nonstop. Wow. Nah, that, that's and so he took hard. that away from me. He's just a whole ass person. I don't listen to him. I'm gonna bump that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I put up. I wish I damn that whole jam. That's a bad man. Boss. Those platinum in y'all ass. Oh my god, we're not giving this dude no more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, chocolate factory. Oh, jamming. Hey, so let me talk to the public real quick. Uh -huh. This happened two, three weeks ago. Man, I was up here. We had just finished the pod, mm -hmm. and I had showed y'all I had uh, uh, a cash-out offer on a parlay. I don't bet like that. Like, I'm really not. The only time I gamble is if I go to, like, Las Vegas or uh, if we randomly, like, play a card game or something like that. But, like, those gambling sites and shit, I'm not really doing that a lot. But I decided to play a parlay because I saw I had $15 in my Bavada account. And so I had played $3 on some bullshit Friday. <laughs> Lost. So uh, I was like, the remaining 12, I'm going to just do a parlay. And I'm doing this parlay. And I'm thinking logically. Like, the there was some that was just a, a no-brainer. They're going to win. And then I um, I picked the Packers over the Cowboys. And everybody thought I just picked them on some hating stuff, which wasn't the case. I picked them because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers had lost five games in a row, and I just did not see him losing six in a row in Lambeau Field. So I showed these two that I got a $510 uh, cash out option. And I was like, I'm a, I think I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to see how what happened. By the time I got home from the pod, my uh, cash out offer went from 51006 to $81 because the Packers was losing by two touchdowns. I am sick as a dog. I'm on the couch just like watching the game. They trying to come back and I'm like, oh shit, my wife don't understand why I'm screaming like this because I'm a Lions fan and Lions fans hate Packers. It's almost like JC, uh, Nazi co-worker. <laughs> like that's our relationship. <laughs> so, um, and so I, uh, I'm just like, man, come on, come on, like, I'm, and they go to overtime, and the Cowboys go for it on fourth and like eight, and I'm like, oh shit, they could have just kicked the field goal. Man, we they came back and won. My cash out offer went from eighty one dollars to two thousand three hundred and fifty five dollars. I only played twelve dollars for this ticket. I cashed out expeditiously. <laughs> and 
expeditiously. And then my last game was San Francisco versus um, uh, L.A. Chargers, and I had San Francisco winning. But I didn't even wait on that. I just cashed out. And that San Francisco ended up winning. So I would have won over like $3,000 if I would have just let it play out. But, yeah, I said all that to say this. I lost on my parlay today for $5 because of the Chicago Bills. Only team that lost. And I ain't know Justin Fields wasn't playing today. Mm, so mm, mm, mm. that's what I get for betting on the rival anyway. I should have picked the Jets to beat them bastards. Mm. <laughs> Y'all gamble? Nah, I don't do the parlay nah, shit. I, I only did the shit like, in like, Vegas while I'm like in the vicinity of people gambling and shit and the energies in the air. Like somebody telling you, hey, man, you know so-and-so played tonight. Duh, duh, duh. That's what happened to me hey, in I Vegas. Heard, I heard the kicker got a bump leg. Yeah. Some shit like and that. You hear some shit, you're like, all right, I'll do it, fuck it. But nah, not out here. Like we had gambling out here, I probably would be gambling more, but uh, fuck with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, You think Russell's about to knock the old boy out yesterday? Oh, uh, When he uh, hit him? Night. Yeah, I do. I don't you think you, you see blood. Because people say, like, oh, LeBron grabbed him at the right moment. I was like, uh, he, he could have stole him. He could have. He could have stole him. Yeah. yeah, he ain't Vernon Maxwell. Vernon Maxwell would have probably hurt that man. Yeah, he definitely would have. But, uh, yo, Westbrook, he about action. He, he ain't no pussy. You can tell that. Vernon he been Maxwell hooping. hates Utah. Oh, yeah, he definitely. He does. Like, he he. He always talks about Utah. He hates Utah with a passion. Yeah, that's like he state. He randomly tweets some shit. Like he'll say one of the wildest tweets he randomly just said. He was like, uh, "I think it was something happened to sports," and he was like, "Man, it's still crazy. I ain't think Utah had internet. <laughs> shit, like silly shit like that. Like he hates them people. Like for sure. Right. I love that about him. But uh, I don't know." Shit, man, what we gonna fucking talk about now? The Lakers? <laughs> man, they doing all right. They doing all right. Shit. What they five and one the last six games. That's cool. LeBron had a good game. Come on, bro. It's <laughs> 20 years of of uh greatness, man. He he was bound to take a slippage, some you know what I mean? Hey, he getting hurt any that. given night and shit still. Oh knock LeBron. I just all that goat talk is, to me, been out the door. Like, he he was never in the running. But as an athlete, like, he definitely in the running for, like, a goat athlete. Like, because he just all the stuff he does and the, the stuff he paid for. But as an NBA basketball player, no. There's only one goat, and his name is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And that's there, there, there can't be, like, a couple of goats? No. It's only one goat. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So goat. He ain't the greatest gonna. of all time. It's no greatest of all times. LeBron definitely means a lot. To, like how Jordan meant a lot to people. He definitely yeah. means a lot to people in this Little generation. Hate him. Yeah. Like I'm talking about across the board. Like be like Mike and all that shit in the '90s. Like motherfuckers believed in Michael Jordan. That's how they believe in LeBron now. Especially with all the content shit he doing and his sons are fucking angels and shit. Like. <laughs> They <laughs> they doing that new house party movie at his all crib. that like they think LeBron is you know how we looked at Jordan. But I'm talking NBA basketball. He top three. Like who plays like LeBron? Nobody. 
That's what I'm saying. Like nobody just like look at LeBron game though and be like they like they they see the stats and just you know you everybody sees the stats. The stats mm-hmm. are crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like nobody that just real life just be like I'm molding my game like him. Everybody molded and that's uh, evidence with the passing of Kobe. Everybody tried to mold their game to Mike. Oh point. no! At some because you can't even uh, you, you can't you can't say that you can't because you can't do you what can't, Mike can't, did. You can't do what Bron. Kobe dude. was just good enough you to be bro. to mimic Mike. He's the only one, bro. LeBron is a physical freak. Of everybody want to everybody everybody want to score, facilitate, get rebounds, punch on somebody like that. You can obtain that. You can you can play like that. From what LeBron? Yes, you can no, play like LeBron that. LeBron is a freak oh, of no, nature. Bro, you well, you got to have the athleticism, but man, you, you can have attain it. You can IQ, you play like that. You just wasn't ex- the you wasn't and high flyer. The height, the strength, the well, you build, can't teach that. Look at okay, God, talk about the okay. Well, the only one they said could be like a LeBron, literally coming into the league, was fucking Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons. And, and that was he, because he had the height. Yeah, he had. The what, vision at that point, the vision, yeah, and he had the uh, strength and athleticism. Yeah, what he don't have is, is what any kind of basketball skill to be offensively uh, relevant. He been balling, not Casey. Uh, Take so it so easy, bro. He is. He I, about been say, I thought you was about to break it down. Like no. I thought you was about to say because he can't shoot like LeBron. No, he don't have a leadership like LeBron. Like well, it, he's a young a, kid. Nah, man. LeBron came out from the gate. Leadership, all uh, that. LeBron is saying, one of a kind, with bro. With Ben Simmons, though. His his whole game is north and south. It's a full fast break. Yep. So his legs are getting under under him. He has no offensive skill package <laughs> in a half court set. He got a mean hook shot. Like to this day, the only other person that ever said it was Jalen Rose, and it's like it looked like it's some truth to it. What Jay Rose shoot with his wrong hand? <laughs> he don't even know which hand to shoot with. Cause he like if he shoot left handed and your elbow out that. That means you ambidextrous. I shoot the same way. If I shoot left-handed, I'm shooting with my elbow out. There's no left natural left-hander that shoots with their elbow out. That's because you can't do it. It's it's almost impossible. That's because your brain is telling you your right hand is your dominant hand. That is hard as hell. Other person that did it that was ambidextrous, that was right-handed dominantly but shot left-handed, was AC Law. And he used to shoot with that hoe out. That's all it is. Another person that's ambidextrous is Russell Westbrook. He shoots right-handed, though, but he writes with his left. It's a difference. LeBron, Rasheed Wallace. Kyrie. LeBron's Kyrie. same thing. He writes left-handed. Kyrie. But it, it's, a, it's a difference. If you try to shoot with your left hand. And he sh- dominantly LeBron right. dominantly right on basketball court? Yes. He shoots right-handed. Russ shoots right-handed. They both write left-handed. LeBron but going left if he driving. Ben Simmons is trying to shoot with his left hand, and every time he shoots, his elbow is out. Mm. Buddy, don't even like that's hard to defend. He been balling. Huh? That's hard to defend if I'm if I'm right handed, but I tack with my left. I'm, it's very I'm hard t- to defend. That's a hard to defend. It's very. I was a defender, and I was like our defensive guy in high school. So like, Coach Lucky would be like, "Hey, this guy's." He's right-handed, but he likes to go left. So I didn't play. You know how niggas do the side shit? I just play him on and straight up. Boom. Play him on and straight up. Like niggas used to do the side shit, make him this go. This basketball yeah. you talking about? Basketball, yeah. Oh, you was one of them trapping niggas? <laughs> nah, I lock nigga up. One-on-one. 
full court. Damn, but uh, but uh, yeah, I, did, I never did unless we were on some trap shit. Unless we were trapping half court offense. But yeah, if a motherfucker's right handed, so he can make the game. Sick him. Go get him. Yeah, I lock niggas up. Ooh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, them niggas oh, like that shit. though to explode off they left. And then and then they can dunk with they left. Some of them, if they high flying, everybody dunk with they left now. Though. I look, remember, I remember the time where you know people wouldn't finish in with they left. Yeah, they you, you ever finished. got crossed and why you was playing that tough D and, and like fail? And nah, like, nah, ah. I never, nobody ever made me fall. Uh, Damn, I got it was a six eleven dude did a tip slam on me for real. And fifth, uh, we played wheelie. Wheelie, they had a seven foot nigga. <laughs> he dunked you. I, try, I was about to get the rebound. He just came and ah, yeah, yeah. Did you fall? Out. Nah, I, he just bodied me. I'm like, something ever happened to you in basketball? Yeah, tip dunk. Well, not tip dunk. Like, Cross. Dude, dude dunked on me straight up. He was six nine. Nick Mosley. He played at U of H. Right. Uh, but he went to Belleville at the time. I never forget mm. him because if I see him to this day, I still want blood. <laughs> Damn, he was a tall, skinny. Oh, ass shit, go. Uh, you know Hollis. Hollow, Hollis, that's my bro. He was like uh, he dunked on me, Ralph uh, Sampson. He dunked on me. Uh, Who, Hollow? No, the dude he talking about. Oh, like Ralph Sampson. But he got me during a uh, pickup game. It was like one of them creep fast joints, mm. but it was still there. And, that, and then he did some up. shit like I remember Hollow, he was like, up, my G? he was like, "Ooh, caught me a body!" Like uh -huh. he was like, running yeah, down the court. Yeah, it was whack though. I forgave him. Hollis did that. <laughs> Hollis was nah, not Hollis. Oh, nah, okay. nah. the dude from uh, the Belleville. I oh, okay. Him. Like, and then the very next play, because I wasn't a high flyer like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I could dunk, but I wasn't like punching on nobody. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't even try to dunk, because the reason I, I didn't try to dunk, mm -hmm. we had a summer league game. Ironically, Steph was there. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually tried to go punch it, and it like I missed on the back rim. Mm -hmm. And my uh, coach, my boy's uncle, um, Benched me, it was like two points is two points. Mm. And he was like, he benched me for like the whole half. Damn. He pissed me off. And so uh, that stuck. I was like, if I ain't just dunking regularly like that, I'm not going to be trying to dunk like that. Two points is two points. So the very next play, I called um, I called a screen for his man to come grab me. And then once he did that, I called 10. Mm -hmm. I had him on the island. It was me and him. My brother had just got out the, the pen, so he just told me to get dunked on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to get him back. Mm -hmm. I got him on that ISO, crossed him twice. It was almost like that AI Jordan. And then I T-rolled him with the left hand. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was like, yeah, whole ass nigga. I'm here to like talk shit. Mm -hmm. And then everybody was hyped. They called time out. But Quiz whole ass going to say, hey, KC, that T-roll that was nice, but that don't beat that dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's nah, it's, it's, it's I, all right I, because it's them niggas V6'9", 6'11". Nah, so mine wasn't though. Yeah. My, I went up for to grab a rebound. It was at TSU. We was hooping in the recreation center. No, nah, I, I already up, don't. I, 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 nah, it was, it was tough. Because the niggas was in there watching. Yeah, it was, it was packed in there. <laughs> and so I'm going up for a casual rebound. This brother lifted me with him as he was going up. Grabbed you by dunk. your shirt. I was like, this nigga Superman? <laughs> dunk. Boom. Right. So I'm like, damn, this nigga dunked the shit out of me, right? <laughs> so I fall. I'm fall. I fall on the ground. Oh, he didn't dunked shit. on me so bad. I fall on the ground. Yeah. So I'm on the ground, and so I get up and I slip. 
in my sweat from when I fell, right? Now I'm steady trying to get up, slipping in my sweat. Oh, my God. And so everybody stopped and looking like, damn, this nigga fucked up a field like that. And you you know who was right there laughing? Brooke. That man never let me have it for years about that shit. Did that nigga play basketball in high school? No, I don't think so, bro. No, no, he didn't. (laughs) Did he go? He went to school with you? No, 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 no. He's younger than me. Uh-huh. Bro, the shit out of me one time. And he had game one on me in the corner with my son in the stands. But um, <laughs> my son wasn't watching. Because I told him, I was like, bro, bro my son would have Why do you want to fight people? Or just, <laughs> why do? Why is that your first thing? I'm going to slap a whole ass nigga. Remember when 21 I mean, Savage I mean, got fouled, he got the game, and they caught him on camera. Like, man, all right, these refs, I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> That's, 21 his, that's his natural nature. Oh, yeah. Like, he, like this, it was with a viral he video. He was, playing, ba- yeah. he was playing celebrity basketball. And he's like, all right, one of these refs. All right, I'm going to shoot. Yeah, that's his natural. <laughs> like, nigga, what? Over the refs, bro? He's going to shoot bro. somebody? I don't like refs. Bro, I'm you, definitely racist to race, uh, referees. Bro, you, I don't like referees. Why is violence <laughs> always this man? Nah, I've, result, I've done bro. way better, bro. I used to be way worse. Like, way worse. Why, where that anger come from, though? You too, you so cool, bro. Like, I was a switch. Like a like, ticking I was, time I was, bomb. I was terrible as a kid. Like, I got expelled from school. I got in a lot of fights. But like, why? I, I'm just, I was angry. <laughs> At what? <laughs> like, Man, life, I don't know. I guess because y'all just see, like, like, the pictures and stuff. Now I guess with like our parents and stuff, mm-hmm. but like every shit, all that shit wasn't like like you know <laughs> rainbows and golden coins. Nigga, that shit. JC, did you have a problem? Like- I, I, I can I can kind of speak for him on that. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, he right. It wasn't like niggas had issues and shit. Like our family Y'all wasn't had issues. Like what? Nah, what? like nigga, you got uh, two. Our parents was trying to figure it out at the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom had to stop working. My dad worked all the fucking time. It was we. It's, it went. It go a whole week where I don't even see my dad. Mm. But like he'll, we'll see him on a Saturday because he'll pack all of us up in a van and take us to do something. Yeah, all our friends. So that's how he stayed. Like you know, you know, in our lives. But other than that, shit, it was work. And uh, we I had we had an older brother in the streets. Um, our other brother was going through some shit with his side of the family and then you know my mom and shit so it's just like now you got KC uh, and no slight but just a little bit more um, um, I gotta use the word emotional because of his uh, position in the family he was that middle child like I'm Mm -hmm. the youngest you got the oldest and then you got you got my other brother. He came from a whole nother state and a whole nother situation. So, you know, love is being passed around, but like it goes from here and then here and then, and then you got your little moment and you know, it got to cause everybody need love everybody. And then you got our environment. We go outside. Yeah. We holy house. Well, you go outside, you got niggas that ain't got no daddies at home. They live with their grandmother. They walk out every day. You talking about him being pissed off. This niggas that's pissed off at the bus stop at mm. 7 a.m. Just because oh. they ain't had no cereal that morning. Nah, they ain't sure. had no, you know what I'm saying? So niggas, now you got people ranking on whatever. Your haircut fucked up. You got fucked up shoes, whatever. You're going to have to fight or get your jokes up. So it's just all that shit. Like, and I, I don't know. I just kind of, that's like a little shell of what it was. But for him. 
I can I can see why it's like, man, I need some t- attention. Or I feel like uh, just vulnerable when a motherfucker, a motherfucker try to get over on me and saying some shit about whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can't hoop. You're not fast enough. You, your black ass, like whatever. Like Keenan had buck teeth. Like any type yeah, of, bad you know what I'm saying? Like so niggas mm-hmm. that talk Bro. shit and yeah, it's I'm just. Like. But it wasn't like it was just stuck. And shit was just like sometimes it'll like wave, you know. So at one point in time, uh yeah, I could be cocked. And you Nah, cause it wasn't like buck. you would have to like really just like look. But my teeth was buck as hell because I used to suck my thumb. Oh, you yeah, so I, I was a thumb sucker. Uh-huh. And so um like my teeth was like just uh uh. Well, that picture it was like buck. They still a little buck, but like they straightened out. Yeah, I was but um, no. Nah, and my eye was still kind of go. You you pointed it out one time when you was like I was sweating or I was at school and I was like I'm suffering or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when it sometimes it just kind of go. But like he said, like people have jokes, and I wasn't like like if you joked on me, I wasn't just like ready to fight. Is how you reacted to my reaction. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never understood why. I was, matter of fact, I say this. I was probably, as he said, I was emotional, but I was probably in in any sense of kind of maturity mm-hmm. and that sense of like knowing my feelings, I was probably more mature than people gave me kind of, you know, shit for. Because I would tell people. When shit hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, most people try to hide that shit. I'm like, nah, motherfucker, you hurt my feelings. That's like, true. Like, I would tell people, like, chill out, that shit hurt my feelings. Mm. You know, most people try to hide or try to joke back. And then, so, if I tell you that shit hurt my feelings, and then, like, you steady trying to go on and Everybody's me. emotional, un- emotionally unstable in that environment. Like like I just said, motherfuckers is fucked up, too. But that's why So I'm when he says something in the tone that he's talking, man, hey, come on, my nigga, don't do that. Da, da, da. And they think that now nah, you're threatening them. Man, shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> Boom. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> nigga, nigga, shut your little punk ass up, nigga, for drop you like a- <laughs> that. That was, the, that was the main. That was kind of like. The, that was kind of like the shit I tell. Like, I told family members, some, like, aunts and uh, Like, I talk about this shit all the time. Like, mm. my aunts was like holding me when I was a kid. Man. If, if I should have been insecure, I was definitely meant to be insecure because of them. Damn. They, they, really, though. They little jokes and stuff like that. It, whatever anybody else had to say, it ain't really bothering me as much because these people supposed to be loving me and they trashing the shit out of me. So now, like up. you, mm-hmm. you randomly people like now you just getting it because your reaction is uh is like I feel like threatening to me. Yeah, niggas are out there literally be pissed off at you because you got a daddy at home like you, and then don't let them find out. That I even see on is cool as the cool dad. Mm. Like he's actually the cool dad. Yeah. So motherfucker don't like you because of that. Damn. Like I had plenty of people in my life that straight up told me, like, man, fuck you and your daddy, nigga. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. Like I've had that as early as eight, eight, nine years old. Damn. Niggas be hating, bro. I still And I don't blame them. Like they be torn up inside. Mm -hmm. One quick story before we head out. This is when I got expelled in the eighth grade. I had a teacher name. I ain't going to put her name on. I had a teacher. And I remember when I first got in her class, she found out who my brothers were, my older brothers. Mm-hmm. And and she said, 
And I I never forget this shit because she was a teacher and she said this in front of everybody. This is my first time meeting this woman. Mm. And she said my last name and she was like, well, is uh, Ivan your brother? I mm. said, yes. And she was like, so that means Mel- uh, Melvin's your oldest brother? I said, yes. And she said verbatim, I will not tolerate any of your stuff this year. Before she ever even knew me. Just because she, my other brothers. Yeah. Like she didn't even know me. And that really like set the tone for the entire year. I was already kind of messed up. We had just came back from Detroit. My uh my older cousin up there was messing with us. And like, <laughs> like, like I was ready to just fold him. <laughs> Like literally, I waited to 21 to like really see this man. Like tell him. Like I'm dead ass serious. This shit happened when I was like 13. And I you waited get, eight years. Dude? I waited eight years and I checked him. I was like, I'm What's like, I'm ready. Because I at the time I didn't feel like I had a chance. He was okay. a grown ass man. Like he was a grown man. Oh shit. Like, I understood like what punking. Beaver was trying oh, to do. Cause oh. that he came. I spent the whole summer in Detroit. He went to Chicago with my other cousins. He was in the show? Yeah. So we had cousins in Joliet uh in Chicago, Joliet North. area, and then yeah. I was in Detroit. So we had both went. He went to Joliet, I went to Detroit. Yeah. He they they all came to Detroit to visit. Yeah. But he ended up staying with me yeah. because I ended up pulling him to the side. I'm like, man, this nigga Beaver been kicking my ass every day. Like, you want to stay? Like, or, I mean, because they mama they're going to come pick me up and then come get you. Well, so well, he just kick your ass, bro, bro. This nigga was like, he's I understand. He's bro. a grown man, but I understood. I, I Now as a grown man, I understood what he was doing. Because, because this <laughs> what is what was he, he doing. Because this nigga used he to be like, up, he'll be like, he, he thought that we was just some suburban like kids. Oh, he was trying to toughen y'all up. Yeah, and I'm like, and I used to tell him, and I used to tell him like, my nigga, you know who my, you know who my daddy. You like, you know, I remember telling him before he started stinging me in the chest, like, bro, you know who my brother is. And he like, would do this gonna, shit every day. Not every like he'll he'll wait for a nigga to to I'll be outside shooting the basketball and the and the, you know how you brick and then the ball hit the window, tap the window. Mm-hmm. He'll use that like nigga. I told you to watch that ball. Like my nigga, like what my him playing? No, no lie. That's this, why my jumper a, got so wet. That so, so when you met folks, when you when you turned twenty one, what happened? Let me let me backtrack it though. Okay, because we had my grandfather's, uh, my granddaddy's uh, memorial. Damn, and, like, the funeral. This is like this is years back. This mm. was before we went to Detroit, and um, like we we said, me and my cousin Mike, rest in peace. We we saying jokes and shit like that and he like y'all need to cut that out and i kept saying because we we nicknamed him beaver everybody call him beaver mm-hmm. so i'd be like all right leave it to beaver like just funny shit like that everybody <laughs> laughing like leave it to beaver he get mad at that and so he take us outside and choke the shit out of me <laughs> nigga i'm 10 at the time so at 13, it's already still on my mind, but I'm like, all right, he was probably just over you. I'm thinking this as a 13-year-old kid. I'm thinking he was probably emotional because it's a memorial dinner. Now I'm three years older than 10. I'm thinking that. Like, he was probably just, you know, on that. But then Jed told me that shit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, he's still on that whole shit. And so the very first day I get up, when I get up there, uh, he sees me. Man, I'm about to take a shower. I'm getting ready to go to the bathroom. He hemmed me up. 
Yeah. Uh, what uh, I don't know what y'all think y'all got going on in Houston, but it ain't happening here. They ain't doing. I'm just standing there like, man, I told you. And so I'm like, okay, this what <laughs> that nigga child oh, abuse, no. Yeah, bro, that's what it was. No lie. And so, um, I beat him in 21. Mm. Uh, and then the next game, he was like, we were shooting for ball or something like that. And I was like, nah, ladies first, just like just randomly shit. Dude beat the shit out of me. <laughs> So at twenty one, he's like, "What you mean by that, though?" What like, you what mean? you? I was like, "Bro, I'm just joking, like, just talking shit." <laughs> yeah, just talking and he shit. Beat the shit out of me. So look, at twenty one, Keelan is two years old. I brought him. We went to Memphis for a family reunion. I went with my uncle and um, my other cousin Michael. I said, "Rest in peace." Mm-hmm. The first thing we see when we saw it, because he was out there too when he choked us. Like he was out there too. First thing we when we looked at each other. It was like, we looking for Beaver. All our cousins knew. Like, when we see Beaver, we going to see what he on. And he was on some saint shit. Like, he was acting like a saint the entire time. And so it wasn't until my grandma passed, like, recently, mm-hmm. we was in Grenada. And I told him, I said, Beaver, every time we interacted, I waited for you to say something to just piss me off because I was going to get on your ass. And he just looked at me, and he was just like, Nah, I understand. And I was like, all right, I'm just putting that out there. And from that being said, it just squashed you from there. He had a serious, uh, my brother told me that, and my mom told me they used to kick his ass, his older, because mm-hmm. my old, his he got four brothers too. Mm-hmm. Our family was the and his, their family got the four brothers, but they older, like my mm-hmm. oldest cousin is 60 something and he's That's in prison right now. And that nigga crazy. So he used to get his <laughs> ass beat by all of them. Damn. So now oh, he's he seen, yeah. And he knew he couldn't deal with Ahmad, our oldest brother, so he'll do it to us. Just trying to teach us how to be hard. I'm like, so, God damn. So who y'all told? Did y'all tell anybody? Cause, I mean, cause I told my mom. We, we told them because they, they all went through this hazing shit. It's like, bro, that ain't no hazing, though. Like, because we actually don't be doing no, like, you know how some kids just be like, man, he going to be a little hoe-ass nigga when he grow up. Like, we weren't them type of kids. Like, we was always going to be something cool yeah. and, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So he was just picking on us. That's what it was, but like like I said about the maturity part of, of that, the emotional. Cause like everybody in my family knew I was emotional, but I would tell people how I felt. Like I was never shy about telling people how I felt. I would tell these people like, "Yo, this dude is up here doing some whole ass shit. Like he putting his hands on me." Yeah, and they just thinking I'm whining, I'm crying. And shit. I'm like, no, he, like at one, I I ain't never told this. I'm I'm putting this shit on the podcast. One night in Detroit, nigga, we had watched oh, Superstar, the movie shit. Superstar. Remember mm. the lady that do this shit with her hands and all that? I, I went to the bathroom. Oh, shit. I went to the bathroom oh, and Buddy, uh, again, again, he hemmed me up. Why like, you was in the bathroom? No, 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 no. Oh. Going to the bathroom. See, he waiting on yeah, other shit. No, no, no. So I, he hemmed me up, like like choked me out. I'm like, man, I'm going to the bathroom and all this shit. I went downstairs to the kitchen and pulled a knife. I was like, I'm about to kill this nigga. <laughs> I put this on everything. Damn. I was like, bro, I'm about to kill this nigga. And the only thing that saved him was my cousin Al saw me. I was crying. I was holding a knife. And I was about to go upstairs and handle that business. And my cousin Al saw me and he was like, 
chill out, look, cuz come just come to the basement, chill out, look. And I told him, I said, bro, this dude got one more time with me. Like, I'm serious. And and ironically, when my parents How old were you? Nigga, I'm 13. This that 13 year old something in Detroit. Yeah, that's the same. It was about to be a rap. It was about to be done. Like I was not about to get hemmed up again and not be able to defend myself. Man, thank like, God for Uncle Al, like, man. He wasn't, he, wasn't doing, shit. he wasn't doing nothing like no no sexual type shit. Yeah, I know I, that. I, on everything I love, I would have killed that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm dead ass serious. Yeah, this I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe. Man, I'm 13 years old. I already know about this type of shit. Yeah. You know, it, it's some people that's not lucky enough to just, where it's only verbally and physically abused. Yeah. But Buddy was like really... Like he was really doing that shit, and it in some sense it did toughen us up even more. But at the same time, I didn't want to have to deal with that shit. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. know about you know what I'm saying? Especially if you not doing shit. Like we ain't do shit. Like we was the cool. Like all I wanted to do was hoop. My other little cousin I was out there with, he turned out to be a dork. I ain't even want to hang with this nigga no more. <laughs> Y'all pulled up. That nigga was in the window. Like look at that like pretty this, motherfucker. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> shit. But like no, straight up though, my cousin Al like really. Like, like that nigga still living be- Beaver. Yeah, he still like I said, we squashed this. Nah, he yeah, he's cool now. He cool. But where he stay at? In Detroit. Detroit. Oh, in Detroit. Them niggas is de- like how we Houston, Houston. They Detroit everything. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what, how the hell we got on this. I don't but, know, but uh, that's yeah. episode. <laughs> Bear Underwood. KC that nobody else got. Right, <laughs> sure. But yeah, still fuck Jerry Jones and um. He's a Nazi co-worker. And uh <laughs> but nah, everybody got a chance to grow. I understand that. I just don't like I said before, I don't seek no conversation to anybody that just blatantly don't like me. I'm not gonna try to You just don't like Stephen A. Come on, bro. Nah, you know, Stephen A is egregious, mm-hmm. first off. He's egregious. And uh um, like it's just some people that I, I knew I won't give a chance. Like if Kanye, like I told y'all, if Kanye came here, I don't want to hear none of that shit. No, Stephen I'll A came in here. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like I'll you live, may bro. have. So if Stephen A keep be like, man, but we'll be like, man, we'll just see what he got to say. I, I got I you. Don't, I, I got don't you. hate Stephen A. I just hate sometimes his his takes on shit. Like like somebody pointed out, he did all that shit. Uh, like with he give Jerry Jones a pass. Um, it was somebody else he gave a pass or whatever. A white man. Yes, but when Kyrie. When Kyrie do all this shit, he got, he just, probably he got, Kyrie. He got a whole three segments to talk about this man. That that energy is not the same. I'm a man of consistency. I eat glizzies. I eat them plain. Damn. Uh, I eat Dude, uh, that shit. Uh, Sound like you need something on the side to wash nah. that down with. I mean, I'm saying, like, bitch. I'm a consistent person. <laughs> People always get on me about like eating glizzy and shit. I don't give a damn what you got to say. I'm gonna still eat them if it's all beef. I don't care. But um, like I like my lines. I'ma do like funny shit. I'ma hit a half court you, shot. You, you oh, that of, shit went viral. You, you got that you, video? What? Yeah. Well, some people were saying that if he a lions fan, I know he loyal to his exactly. woman. Exactly. That's why I tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they made a video that shit when he went on the field and shit. And oh yeah, for sure. I seen that. And so that's what I tell everybody though. That shit is like real life. But you one of a kind, okay. You can't expect that from everybody. I don't expect that from everybody. Okay. I just always react to people's reactions though. I give you a chance, mm. but then if it's just blatantly disrespectful, mm-hmm. then the old me, we had to have a problem. We had to see it. But now I'm, I'm more, I'm growing more. That's what mm-hmm. comes with maturity. 
but you can't the reason why and you're not, I don't think you give yourself enough credit because you can't do what you do professionally and not be an open book to some extent. Oh, for sure. Because I, I'm that way. I, I got you got a different two two different people energies all day every day. Uh, the personality, your person, you have to be open into like different conversations and shit because everybody ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you dealing with children, but uh, same shit. Like, I understand I can't, it, but you also got to deal with teachers that you work with. Yeah, right? exactly. What I'm that saying too. is, I, I'm definitely open book, but what I'm saying, if somebody is just blatantly disrespectful, I'm not seeking that out. Mm-hmm. No, of course I'm not. not. Seeking any conversations with these people, and this has been episode two twenty one. Is it one twenty one or two twenty one? Two twenty one. Two twenty one. Two twenty one of the Poor Horseman podcast. This one is oh, extendo. Man. Grab the clip.